Welcome to the Tyre Recycling Podcast. We've now reached episode 15 in our series and we've got a lot more to come in terms of news from the tyre recycling sector. If you don't know me, I'm Richard Wilson and you and Scott, the editor for Time Rubber Recycling, is alongside to, t- to take us through every step of the way. Ewan, how are you? And could you tell us who could you tell us who we're talking to today? Today we're talking to Gary Moore, UK Sales Director for Unta Limited. Uh, Gary's going to tell us about the new single shaft shredder that uh, Unta are bringing to the market. Fantastic. Well, Unta, you, you know, they're a well-known player in the equipment sector in terms of supplying. Um, supplying shredding equipment to the recycling and waste industries, but the tyre sector is something of a return, which always brings up questions. Uh, what are you looking to to find out with regards to that? It would be interesting, uh, as I say, to to see why uh, they've decided after uh, having had a deliberate absence from the market, why they've come back, and uh, and what they have to offer. It is, after all, a pretty saturated market. There, there are more shredder manufacturers out there than you can shake a stick at, um, especially with the, the, the Indians and the Chinese coming into the market now. So uh, it'd be interesting to see what they've got to offer. Okay, well that sounds great. Uh, the interview with Gary Moore, the UK sales director at UNTA, is coming up for you right now. Gary, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the, the history of UNTA and where they are in the market just now? Yes, absolutely, you and uh, you know, many thanks for uh, inviting me on the podcast today. Very much appreciated. So a little bit of a, you know, a potted history of, of where, you know, UNTA was formed and, and how we came to, uh, to get to, uh, to this stage. Um, pretty much all started uh, way back in 1970 with a, a request from a, a supermarket chain. They pretty much uh, wanted to shred their uh, their wooden packing cases and the uh, and the cardboard boxes. Um, and Anton Unterwurtz and, and Eger, um, who was the Unther founder and the shredding technology pioneer at that time, actually responded by designing and constructing the the world's first uh, four shaft cutting system. Uh, with a perforated screen and then was granted the first patent uh, for this technology worldwide. Um, in 1986, the brand name Untha Shredders was established um, and at the same time construction uh, began on our, uh, on our facility, uh, a new location in uh, Kukul, just on the outskirts of uh, Salzburg in Austria. Um, and then this continued in 2006 for further expansion um, and the building was completed later that year, uh, which pretty much housed the entire sales operation now. Um, simultaneously, the, the brand name of, of Untha Shredding Technology uh, was established and legally protected globally. Um, 2008 saw Anton Kitzberger uh, succeed Anton as, uh, as our CEO, um, and Alloys continues to, to head the management team and and obviously uh, plans our uh, strategic growth pattern to this day. Um, During the next several years after uh, um, Alloys came on board, uh, we pretty much then embarked upon uh, rolling out the the Unfa product, um, and we then formed our wholly owned subsidiaries 
pretty much, you know, through a, a global base, we we branched out into the USA, UK, Poland, Germany, um, and Spain. Um, these are now wholly owned subsidiaries of, of the UNFA group. Um, and we have also, uh, during that period of time, we rolled out uh, um, a list of uh, distributors in such countries as uh, as uh, Austria, Southern Asia, Korea, and these other markets. Um, in 2010, the Alpha brand was uh, was repositioned, um, and we sort of pretty much rebranded our core values. And the core value uh, was based upon the reliability. Um, the Alpha Academy was established at the same time, and um, and obviously the well-known uh, four-shaft threader brand, the RS30 and 40, uh, were remodelled and then relaunched. Um, we had further building expansion at that time. Um, and obviously the, the company continues uh, pretty much as it is today. Uh, during that year, we also picked up the, uh, the Salzburg Economic Award for, uh, for Best Innovation. Um, 2016 pretty much sees the launch of our flagship range of equipment, the XR series of low-speed iTorque shredders. Um, and pretty much here we are, 2020 today, now celebrating uh, 50 years of being in business. Okay, thank you very much for that uh, breakdown on the history of UNTA. Now, we're, we're talking today particularly about the XR3000C, which uh, is, if I, if I might say this, uh, a return of UNTA to the tyre recycling sector. Because, to be fair, you've been absent from the sector for the past few years. So what, what brings you back into the market? Yeah, we pretty much, it's, it's a great question, Ewan, because pretty much, you know, going, you know, if we, if we rewind probably, you know, probably maybe 10, maybe even 15 years now, um, you know, we knew that the marketplace then was, uh, was pretty much uh, two shaft shredders, four shaft shredders were coming along for processing tires. Um, and pretty much, you know, for the next 15 years, it continued being low speed iTalk technology, but with contra-rotating sheared uh, shredding equipment. Well, one of the issues or, or the major issue that we have with this type of technology is that the, the cutter changes are incredibly expensive. Maintenance tends to be expensive on these machines, um, and it takes a lot to strip the machines down, and, uh, and they're, they're typically out of production. Um, you know, for a long period of time. And the bigger the customer, the more that they want to process, the bigger the machines, the more non-production time that they have. So, you know, fast forward pretty much to 2016, we'd had, um, we thought to ourselves that, you know, we've got a, a product here in the XR series of machine um, that is a single rotor design, um, three meter cutting chamber or three meter rotor, one meter diameter, uh, plenty of power there to do the job. So initially, we we pretty much stayed away from the um, from the tire market, and then spent the next few years um, making sure that the machine was was truly tested in the uh, you know in those open market conditions, and making sure that we could uh, pretty much do what the machine says on the tin. So coming fast forward to today. Um, we now have two machines in the XR range. One is the XR3000C HT, and the other machine is the XR3000XC. Now, the, um, the XR3000C HT is typically a, a primary shredder that will produce a, a rough shred material. 
but we'll also produce in a single pass a 50 mil or two inch TDF chip. Um, the XR3000 XC machine is a secondary uh, shredding machine. This machine has got uh, six knife rows, much smaller screen sizing. So what we're doing with this machine, taking the pre-shred, taking that product down to a, a between an eight and 15 mil product sizing. Now, when we start to look at the, the USBs, what really made us get, in, get back into the tire market is after trialing these machines um, on different sites, doing different uh, shred test demonstrations with a range of tires, um, we just found that customers, you know, we were very fortunate, customers wanted to buy. So essentially, we, uh, we then pretty much fine-tuned the equipment. And today, we've got on both of these machines, we've got some uh, very, very unique selling points. Um, we've got the ability to, to process a wide range of tires in a single machine, um, such as car, truck, uh, and that includes super singles, agricultural tires and OTRs. Um, we have the single pass processing capability for TDF. So these machines are fitted with an integral screen. So we need no additional screening um, or recirculation. So again, less equipment is, uh, is required. Um, we, have, uh, we run these machines on energy efficient um, synchronous eco drive units. Um, so pretty much with these synchronous drive units, we are using 40% uh, less power. So, you know, and that, that would be typically over a, a DOL or a Star Delta um, asynchronous drive system. So, you know, massive savings here for the customer in terms of ongoing, um, you know, ongoing productivity. Um, we've got very low cost of, of wear parts, especially the cutters. Um, an extreme, you know, the, the ease of maintenance on these ma machines really does make it a, a game changer. Um, for all those guys out there that, that you know, I'm not decrying uh, contra-rotating shear equipment. It's done a fantastic job up until now. But when you look at the maintenance teams that would spend several days stripping, rebuilding these machines, you know, we can turn our cutters, you know, they are indexable four times. Um, we can pretty much change on, on a machine that's processing a TDF product on all the the, um, the tires that we uh, we spoke about earlier they can do a cutter change without stripping the machine down in, in between two and three hours. So it's almost unheard of in this industry that, you know, you can, the uptime that we're actually, um, you know, uh, in building into this equipment, you know, is, is pretty substantial. Um, and again, we have, you know, oversized feed offers and cutting chambers to take those, uh, you know, the very diverse nature of some of the, uh, the tire sizes. So that's pretty much uh, the USPs, guys. Right, so, so you have a piece of equipment there that is, um, is capable of doing a primary shred for, for TDF and uh, if somebody wants finer material uh, for uh, perhaps for a pyrolysis feedstock, you can do that too with a, with a second machine. Um, and and you, cost is, is very important uh, in these times. Um, the tire recycling sector is is not um, the uh, <clears throat> the most profitable market, and any, anybody who can come along and and give added margin or a cut cost is is sure to have a benefit. So, uh, do you do you see that as a, a real bonus point for for UNSA? 
Absolutely, Ewan, and I think it's that very question uh, and those points that you've mentioned that, that actually makes this, this, this equipment, you know, the game changer. Because, you know, when we look at, you know, typically, and, you know, and I've, I've worked for another major shredding company, you know, during my career, um, where we, uh, we manufactured uh, dual shaft and, and four shaft equipment. And, you know, the cost of replacing a cutter set on a fairly large tire shredder that would be processing truck tires and, uh, and super singles, you know, you, you could see a cost there, you know, probably in the 60 to 70,000 pound mark. Um, and then you've got to take out the, uh, the time that the, uh, the equipment is out of production. Could be three or four days. Now, when you look at, you know, when we started to evaluate why do we want to get back into the tire business, it's, it's for that nature that, you know, we can save the customer um, the cost on their energy usage. So we're driving that cost down substantially. But also the cost of maintenance really now starts to, to, to enable these customers to look at, at true bottom line profitability. Because, you know, a cutter set for our machine, we're pretty much using on our iTalk machine that is going to produce a 50 mil TDF in a single pass. Um, we need 42 cutters. Each cutter is around, around 50 pounds sterling. So it, it gives, you know, what, what you've got there is purely for the, your wear parts. You're probably looking for the cutter set around about 4K. The statics around about 2K. The old thing could could be including the labour could be well under 10K. So it, the, the savings financially are absolutely immense. Okay. Now the um, on on maintenance and support, Unter provides a customer support and after sales service a, throughout the, the the European market. Absolutely. One of our, uh, um, I think one of the things that we, we very early on knew that we had to achieve was, you know, in growing, in growing a very strong brand awareness um, and growing a very successful sales team, we need the backup of a very strong um, after sales team. We pretty much in, in uh, all across Europe, uh, UK alone, um, we have uh, five engineers that cover the country. Uh, pretty much all of these guys have got their own. They've just had new Mercedes vans kitted out, large vans. These travel the guy. All these guys travel, uh, you know, throughout the uh, length and breadth of the UK. We have um, we have probably double that engineers available within Central Europe. And as we move into uh, the USA. We have uh, probably four engineers over there doing exactly the same job and again the same in Australasia. So, you know, when we start to look at our global positioning, we like to say that, you know, we're providing, uh, you know, global uh, glo global support uh, on a local basis. And, and does your, your technical support, do you have a digital technical support team? So the, the equipment automatically feeds back to, uh, to Austria that there's a problem, this is what it is. Can your technicians in, in Austria view the machine remotely? Absolutely. We have, um, it's a great point, Ewan. Pleased that you, uh, you brought that up because we've actually now, on every machine that comes out the factory, every XR machine, um, we've actually introduced a system called Genius. Now, this is actually what we're calling the Shredder's Brain. So this is a this is an analytical monitoring system that we can dial in, see exactly what the shredder's doing. 
um, you know, whether we've got, you know, increasing oil temperatures due to uh, cutter wear, uh, whether the machine's working a little bit harder, whether we've got a poor power supply, whether the machine's being overloaded, whether we've got, you know, too many unshreddables going in the product. So we can give a, a complete, you know, analytical insight into into what's going on. And we have to, and if we have to make um, program changes to optimize the running. So let's, for instance, say a customer has changed from running a, a range of car passenger tires and now wants to do, he's picked up a, a project where he's got, he's got two months of, of super single shredding to do. So what we will do is we will, in the program, we will one button press, there will be a, pre, a pre-programmed setting that the guys can dial in, alter the setting, um, and again, you know, you're, you're on super singles rather than uh, than car tyres. But not only that, one of the really important things is that the client and the customer has got all of this information at their fingertips as well. So whether they want to see um, condition monitoring from their laptop or their smartphone, they can access it directly and see what that machine's doing. You can determine how many kilowatt or horsepower the machine's using. You can check the rotor speed. You can check, you know, basically pretty much all of the functions of, of what's happening with that equipment. Very, very user-friendly. It, it sounds like you, you've got a winner there. It's, uh, it's from our point of view, it's good to see uh, Unta, another manufacturer, back in the, the tire sector. And we're back from our interview with Gary Moore from Unter. Ewan, Gary certainly knows his stuff and his background in the shredding sector has made for great viewing there. What struck you from the conversation? I think the, the fact that uh, Unter have come back in with a single shaft shredder for tire, for tire application, that is a, it's counter the market trend because we, we have seen double shaft and four shaft shredders uh, coming into the market um, to process tires to address the issues that were initially uh, tied up with single shaft shredders. Interestingly, one of the first tire shredding operations I ever visited used uh, a single shaft shredder, not from Inter, but it was a single shaft shredder nonetheless. And uh, they were trying to shred truck tires and the big issue they had was that the steel bands and the uh, steel wires and the, the truck tires wound themselves around the single shaft. It'd be interesting to see how UNTA have addressed that issue and uh, and taken the, the, the single shaft shredder forward. It's also interesting to see that they have made this a, a mobile operation. So uh, it's applicable in a multiple sites you can move it around different locations uh, you can move it around your site rather than shifting tons of tires uh, to the shredder you can take the shredder to the tires which can be easier so it'd be interesting to see how the market reacts to this new shredder for sure i mean we we touched up upon it in the introduction and into in the interior that this is you know something somewhat new territory or turn or however we we would like to to term it um and you've also touched there upon some of the challenges that will face them that, that are facing them with it with this return 
do you feel they can make a success of this move? And if so, what other challenges are are they going to have to counteract? Oh, for sure, Inter will be able to, to deal with the issues. They're a, an experienced company. They understand the, the, the equipment. They know how to make it work. So I'm quite sure that they will have addressed the issues that, uh, that are likely to arise with a, with a new shredder. I, I think perhaps the, the biggest challenge is, is taking a, a product that is different to a market that has come to accept two and four shaft shredders. They, it, they do have some advantages. Lower running costs uh, and far easier to maintain. They, uh, they op open the cover and they can access the, the, the drum to, to change the blades. Um, the blades can be used four times. On a multi-shaft shredder, it tends to be a case of having to remove the cassette with the, with the shafts and the blades, and dismantle the whole thing, put it back together. Uh, when I say a cassette, I, it, <laughs> You, you might have imagined something lightweight, but obviously in, in the tyre industry, it's not lightweight. It's far from it. It requires heavy equipment just to move it. So uh, a single shaft shredder will have some advantages. The, the biggest issue they're going to have is uh, competing in, in the market with so many other players. Okay, well, plenty of food for thought there. And as you say, I, you know, that's one of the big things for me as well. The competition will be, you know, interesting to see how they, how they deal with that and how they provide, um, you know, their, their value proposition over their competitors. But we'll be keeping a close eye on that to see how that, how that develops. Uh, thanks for your time, Ewan, and thank you for interviewing Gary. We'll be back very shortly with episode 16. Until then, stay safe. Thank you.